This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bolts Broadcast. I'm Mike Mitchelson, Chase Croshaw sitting across from me. He's already shaking his head at me, You're so you stupid. know you know that means it's going to be a good show. How you doing, Chase? I'm doing just fine. How are you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fine alert. Walk out the door, you see someone that you know, and they ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Would I never understand, Chase? You would never understand. I have to deal with you. Oh, well, I look at myself in the mirror all the time and think, my gosh, what a blessing. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Well, today on the Bolts broadcast, it's going to be a bit of a shorter episode. You can blame Chase for that. Uh, he's got some stuff, and uh, that stuff can only be fit in so much time. So we're trying to fit this stuff within that stuff. Yeah. I mean, does that work? I, I, I guess that's a way to put it. I, I didn't really have any other way to word it, too. So I guess we're just going to roll with that. I don't really know what that was. I don't feel very comfortable about it, but here we are. Yeah, there we go. Great. All right, on today's episode of the Bulls broadcast, going to be talking about some signings. Going to be talking Tampa Bay and their PTOs. It's going to be a lot of fun. But again, like I said, very quick episode today. I just want to say real quick, we, we were playing our very first episode of WNP. Oh, yeah, we were. recording. You're doing that voice that you're doing in that show right now. You, I don't think so. You're right there. You're just talking, you know, nice and low and slow. Well, well, I got to be a little sensual for the for the peeps at home. Jeez. Oh my god. Plus, you know, like the best part about broadcasts and uh, you know podcasts and all that is the different levels that you go through. You can be really high, be super excited, and then you got to get low and slow and talk to the people like this. Well, why don't we teach Graham to do that? He just likes to go, yeah. Um, oh, I, I um, thought he was, um, no, um, um, where am I going with that? Yeah. All right. Where, where should we start? <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, we'll start with our signings. <laughs> we'll start with the big one. Kirill Kaprizov signing a big deal. Hopefully this kicks off a huge spur of events within the NHL and Starts getting all these RFA signs, starts getting Jack Eichel, moving on to a different team. But it's good to see Kirill coming back. Yeah, we got seven RFAs remaining after two people that we will mention. First, of course, Kirill Kaprizov. He is the headliner that we got to mention. Five-year, $45 million deal, $9 million a year average. You know, I've seen some people on Twitter trying to say, what a terrible signing, Minnesota. You're handcuffing a lot of money to this guy who has one-year production who's just going to walk as a UFA anyway because he for sure is going to walk after these five years are done. Like That's why I didn't want a long-term contract. But he's worth every penny of it right now. I, I don't care what he did in one season. He showed for you know three, four years at least prior to this that he could dominate amongst men in the KHL and came over to the NHL in transition, no problem. Analytically, one of the best players in the league. He is borderline irreplaceable at 98% wins above, wins above replacement right now within the league. Like you got to pay that guy his money. So, you know, I saw someone trying to argue, oh, he can't get paid more than Sidney Crosby. Well, breaking news, a lot of people do because Sidney Crosby takes that, you know, freaking $8.7 million a year deal discount. So Kaprizov was worth every penny of this. Uh, I, I don't know what took so long to get this deal figured out. This is a deal that should have been figured out months ago. I 100% agree. I saw someone say that the Kirill camp absolutely fleeced the Minnesota Wild. No way he should be making that much money. 
I can get the argument if you want to say, oh, he's only played like 50 games or whatever he's played, but we've seen how talented he is overseas. We've seen how talented he is in the NHL. I think this could realistically be a steal. He's the best player on that roster. Nobody even comes close. Nobody currently within that organization can come close either. Without him, Minnesota is not a team that you're looking at being able to compete. So yeah, they, they, they were contenders last year. They were legitimate, like, not like, True Tampa. They weren't. Like, yeah, they weren't Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, yeah, but like, like they were legitimate, like playoff contenders, not necessarily cup contenders, but playoff contenders. And it's on the back of of what he did without him. I mean, that team drops twenty points in the standings. Yeah, hundred percent. Kirill Kaprizov definitely worth all the money he's gotten. Uh, if you disagree, uh, you're wrong. Sorry. Yep. Uh, next up, Nolan Patrick. He signs a two year deal with Vegas. Uh, it's nice and cheap, which for a former first overall pick, second. Second overall pick, that's right. I always forget about Nico Hiche. Yeah, well, I mean... And it, how Patrick was the guy. It was his draft to, to earn or whatever, and then uh, it got stolen away last second. Yeah, that's fair. And his year, I mean, he had the largest jump ever for a first overall pick in terms of um, NHL Central scouting ranking. So, like, it was really kind of out of nowhere. No Patrick was supposed to be that dude. But, you know, his draft year in Brandon, he just kind of... You know, he produced good numbers. Like, it's definitely worth being a first-round pick, but, like, nowhere like near that level. If it was a different draft class, he would have went a lot lower. And he's dealt with, you know, issues that really aren't his fault, injuries and stuff right. that kind of hindered his career. He could still be a pretty good player. So to get him at a $1.2 million a year average, 2.4 total over the two years, I mean, it's pretty fair. He's going to fit right into the top nine in Vegas as long as he's healthy and can stay healthy. And he could play a pretty decent role there. You know, now that he's with the Vegas Golden Knights, I hope nothing but success for him and I hope that he reaches that maximum potential um with when he's with Philly I'm not a big Philly fan I wasn't wishing like bad against him but I just was kind of indifferent when he was performing not up to standard of a second overall pick so but now that he's with Vegas and on a phenomenal deal I mean you look at former second overall picks you don't think this is the type of deal they get with his play it's definitely warranted but hopefully he can pick it up here stay healthy and do a nice job with Vegas. Uh, finally, Elvis Merzlikens. He signs a... Fo- oh, no. He he sings a deal. Oh, I, I, I didn't even know. You put sings are a you, deal for the whole... For everyone. Me? I know for a fact I type signs. Are you dyslexic? I know for a fact I type signs. So shout out to Google Docs for changing that shit. Okay, yeah. Because I was going to say, I didn't change nothing. Yeah, I know for a fact I wrote signs. Well, that is a bunch <laughs> of horse garbage. All right, let's but, let's restart the show. I got to say signs every time. No. So Elvis Merzlikens signs a five-year, $27 million extension with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, worthy of his money. Uh, you know, that's just over... Five million a year. It's a pretty fair deal. I would think he he's played pretty well. Um, he, he's really going to be relied on as that dude going forward. Columbus will probably play like true, like one A type goalie numbers. Uh, you know, maybe like sixty plus games a year. He, I think he can handle it. I don't know if he's going to be like a superstar by any means, but he, he could handle it. And I'd rather pay old Elvis here over five million for five years than whatever Sergey Bobrovsky's getting. Yeah, ten million dollars a year. Yeah, and how many years was it? Seven. Yeah, I think he still might have four years on the deal. Really, I feel like it's five. Maybe it might be four. Five. Might All be right. Four. Uh, what, what's his name again? Sergey Bobrovsky. Yeah, yeah. Easy for me to say, right? Yep. So Sergey Bobrovsky is. I didn't type in contract afterwards. So oh, maybe I should no. type in contract afterwards. What a mess. By the yeah. way, Mama Rock Me by Darius Rucker. Uh, when you say 
uh, what is it? Oh, Mama Rockney or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, said you hey, go, Mama Rockney. Hey, no, Bobarovsky. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's got five more years on it. Oh, he, he's gosh. not playing that contract out. I'm so smart. He's just absolutely not playing the contract out. There's no chance. No, especially with Spencer Knight coming in and then take the, the lead job this year. From day one. Really? You think day one? Yep. I'd be cool with that. He he was clearly the best goalie. Like down the stretch into the playoffs last year, he was clearly their best goalie. Like, it wasn't close. Dreyer played well. Probovsky did Matt and Spencer Knight gave him a chance to win every night. Well, he is a good old American boy. What can you say, yes, sir? All right, let's talk about two retirees now. Travis Zajac he retires, and uh, it seems like it's been coming for a while. So, congrats on his retirement. A great career. Uh, hope nothing but the best going forward. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's he's kind of been on the edge of his career for a little bit. Yeah, he's been a pretty good fourth liner for the last few seasons. He's a really good faceoff guy. Uh, finished off with the Islanders, signed a one-day contract with New Jersey to retire Devil, and is now transitioning to a front office kind of role. It's going to be an on and off ice development kind of assistant type thing. So he'll he'll assist with you know probably both the NHL and American League teams. So good for him. Best of luck going forward. And last year we lost Doc Emmerich due to retirement. We lose. Another Hall of Fame play-by-play announcer due to retirement once again, Jim Houston. Yeah, forty-two years in, in the business. Uh, he is done. You know, a longtime voice of Sportsnet. He's you know very synonymous synonymous. There you go with, with hockey in Canada and, and really ho- hockey around the world. Uh, you know, best of luck. We're, we're losing two titans of industry. You know, in, in terms of, of play-by-play names, which is sad. Like because obviously you know these like these guys are, are legends. But at the same time, it's good to have a change in the guard. We're going to get some new people, get some new opportunities. Uh, you know, you're an up-and-coming broadcaster. It's your turn, Chase. It's your it's turn. not my <laughs> turn. Oh, my God. Can you imagine me on play-by-play? That'd be terrible. But, like, just not, not even just play-by-play, but in general in media, like, like you're trying to pave a career there. So it's promising that those jobs seem to kind of be opening up a little bit more now. Yeah, hopefully they open up at the lower levels so I can actually get in. <laughs> oh, shit. Um but, yeah, I mean, hey, you lose the legend on the American side and Doc Emmerich. Uh, of course, this is all retirement. We're not talking uh, passing away or anything. But uh, And then retirement on the Canadian side as well, legend Jim Hewson. Um, kind of heartbreaking, but at the same time, like you said, bringing in new faces, new places. You love to see it. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, say hi to our friends at DraftKings. But on the way back, we're going to be talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning PTOs. We'll be right back. Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any Week 3 game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Thanks again to DraftKings for sponsoring the show. If you need to make any bets, uh, whether that be football games, hockey games, anything like that, Make sure you go over to DraftKings. Chase will now talk about Tampa Bay's PTOs. And no matter how many times Google's trying to trick me, saying that Ray Emery's a PTO for the Tampa Bay Lightning, that is not the case. No, it is not. I didn't even look for, like, a press release or anything. I just found these on Elite Prospects. So we're just kind of, you know, get ahead of things. First off, we got goaltender Eamon McAdam from, from the Weehaw Valley Phantoms from last season. He's 26 years old. Uh, he's really kind of vying for an American League spot this year, maybe an East Coast spot too. It's it's not really in an NHL type of PTL. It, it's not, like pretty much all these guys are coming in just trying to maybe get two-way deals and, and play in the minors. So even McAdams, the first name, could be someone who goes, plays for Syracuse, and, you know, does all right. Won't, won't be anything too crazy. Next up on the list, we have Avery, Avery Winslow, defenseman from the North Bay Battalion in the OHL. Um, his is a different case. So he's still going to be playing in the OHL this upcoming season, 19 years old. Um, he's still got some major junior eligibility. So his case, he's just kind of here played, played well enough. And, um, a prospect camp that we're going to see w- w- what he can do. Maybe he can get a contract offer. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, and then next on the list, we got Wyatt McLeod, uh, kind of a, another really just, Depth guy played for the Utah Grizzlies a bit last year. Uh, he's a 2000 born birthday player in the WHL. Was at the prospects camp. Uh, right now he's committed to the University of Alberta and the U Sports in Canada. So it looks like he might be trying to play pro hockey instead. I know that happens with a lot of guys who go play U Sport. They'll maybe they'll play a semester and then turn pro afterwards. And then finally Xavier Cormier played in the QMJHL last year. He, he's 20 years old. Uh, he still has a year left to go overage. Uh, just an, another name who was at the prospect camp. I love PTOs giving guys a chance to make it to that next level, even though you know they weren't uh, drafted or or found themselves uh, just not at the highest level of hockey that they would like to be. That gives them this opportunity. And anytime PTOs get announced, Chase, there's always one name that I'm just hoping is on someone's list. Just hoping, Blake Clark. I want him back in the I want him back in the hockey world so bad. I don't know if it's because of NHL or it's definitely not because of NHL. It's because he's just the most skilled hockey player ever. So those those two words you said after you said I want him back in the hockey world. You said so bad that describes the kind of player he <laughs> Come is. Come on, he was really so good. Bad. He was unreal, and then just got worse because of injuries, because of attitude, and he stopped playing after junior hockey. If you just let out stop playing after junior hockey. Not because you like have injuries or something. It, it's a, usually a pretty bad sign. You you can go get a scholarship somewhere. You can go play minor pro. He just stopped playing hockey. I want to go back and see, uh, like on elite prospects, they always have like high end uh, draft prospect for this draft or whatever it is. You know, I want to go back to the 2013 season where he was a rookie in the OHL, put up 51 points through 68 games. I want to see what that said. Well. In the 2014 draft, he was ranked 125 by ISS Hockey. So he he was ranked on. Um, he probably would have been considered pros, just like prospect, maybe top prospect. Um, he was a pretty high pick in, in the OHL for a reason because he was really talented. Um, was had all the makings of looking like a superstar going to the NHL as a rookie in the OHL, 51 points for 68 games. I mean, it's pretty incredible. But 
it all just fell apart and, and, and nothing really materialized. I would have to guess he was considered a first-round prospect going into the year and then just never got drafted. It's almost like a David Levin type of thing. I think what happened is, uh, you see, he went to the second off spirit and uh, then you know, kind of just went downhill. Yeah, whatever. I don't care about <laughs> him anymore. They, they, they wouldn't hire me. Well, there you go. Fair so, point. Yeah, so screw him. Uh, nah. I, I did want Blake Clark to do something. I mean, he was really fun to play with in NHL, was he not? Oh, he, he was great, dude. But six two, yeah, but great playmaker. Yeah, too bad. He's just actually not great. Yeah, it's too bad. All right, well, those were the PTOs for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, like we said, very short episode, so we're already moving into hockey name of the day. Chase, I already looked. I cheated a little bit. Uh, it's still not going to help me though. I don't know if it's going to be Ziga or Zyga. Um, I, I feel like it should be Ziga. The last time I did this where I felt like it should be something and then went the other route, and I was right, it was the other route. Uh, I'm not going to do that this time. It's going to be Ziga Pavlin. That is Ziga yeah, Pavlin. Yes, sir. Good old Slovenian boy. I love the name Ziga. Runs his Ziga Jaglik, the Slovenian sensation who got kicked out of the Olympics. Um, Z- yeah, so Ziga Pavlin, he's a defenseman. He can play in the Slovakian League currently. Uh, no- nothing you know, too special. Try to play in the or He did play in the Olympic qualifiers but didn't get in for Slovenia. You know, 6'4", 214 pounds, 36 years old. He's at the kind of end of his career. Played internationally for Slovenia, of course. You know, a, a smaller country in terms of the hockey world. So, really, if you're any talented, your odds are you're going to be on that roster. So, he, he played in, in the Olympics, played World Championships. Got got to have some experience, played a little bit in Sweden. Kind of got all over the map a little bit. So, you know, cool little hockey journey for him. Just name kind of stumbled upon. And, really, he's probably getting pretty close to the end of his career. Great hockey name. And the first thing I thought of when... I read Zika Pavlin, Andre Pavlich. And I remember watching a video, I think it was about two weeks ago, on the Atlanta Thrashers and Andre Pavlich. And, and good old times. I want to go back. That's a name I completely forgot even existed. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. Great goaltender. I, I, I had to just go pull up his Patreon now. Um, oh, he's a staff somewhere? Oh, this is a couple seasons ago. But, um, yeah, wow. What a... What an interesting character. What just some some really intriguing, promising seasons and then just some absolute horribleness. What what a what a what a, what a guy. What a guy. All right, well, Chase, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Bolts broadcast. If you could lead us out with an outro. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Wanna check us out on Patreon and you can keep doing that as I'm going. Support us there. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, that's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the hockey podcast network on Twitter at hockeypodnet. That's at hockeypodnet. Well, all right, if all WMP and Twitter at WMP Sports Pod, it's WMP Sports Pod. That we're getting all the content that you need in podcast form. If you go to hockeypodcastnetwork.com, find all the podcasts and network there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You can check out our blogs while you're at it too. Got some fun stuff to read. Wherever listening, if you rate us five stars, answer questions, comments, concerns. Really appreciate it. Whatever you do, do not forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.